an atheist is hiking in the woods, and all of a sudden a grizzly bear comes out and begins charging right at him. The atheist turns around and begins to run away, but as he's running, he looks back and he realizes that the bear is gaining on him, that he's not going to be able to get away. All of a sudden, he drops to his knees, and all of a sudden, out of his mouth comes, Jesus, help me. And lo and behold, Jesus appears and says to him, so you're finally going to believe in me. And the atheist says, well, no, I'm sorry, Jesus, I promise to never become a Christian, but could you at least make this bear a Christian? And Jesus says, as you wish, and disappears. And at that moment, the charging bear stops right in front of the atheist, dead in his tracks. And the bear stands up on his back legs and puts his paws together, and all of a sudden, he begins to speak with a human voice. And the voice says, Bless us, O Lord, and these thy gifts, which we are about to receive from thy bounty through Christ our Lord. Amen. It's one of my favorite Catholic jokes ever. That was actually told to me by one of our school students this year at lunch, and I just loved it. Now, t- today is Holy Trinity Sunday, and uh, it might seem a little bit strange, but it's actually a great time to talk about atheism. And that's what this message is about this morning. Here's some recent statistics from American high schoolers. 14% of all students do not believe in God. When asked what their religious affiliation is, 32% say either nothing in a particular, agnostic or atheist. Those are called the nuns, N-O-N-E-S, those who say they have none in terms of their religious affiliation. And 61% of American high school teens responded that it is not necessary to believe in God to be a moral person. All those numbers are just skyrocketing trend-wise. They're huge numbers. They are disturbing numbers. And yet, they don't tell the whole story. Because a small number of atheists actually report that they are fairly confident God exists. That's strange. The survey, are you an atheist? Yes. Do you believe God exists? A number of them mark, yes. That's interesting. Also, out of those who responded none in terms of not religiously affiliated at all or atheist or agnostic, 9% of them respond that they pray weekly. It's interesting too. So what should that tell us? It should tell us that we should never let a label get in the way of the story. We should never let a label get in the way of the story. If you're talking to an atheist and you're wondering, how can I find common ground with this person? How can we talk? How can we somehow find something to connect on? One of the best things you can say in conversation is this. Tell me about the God you don't believe in. In my experience, that atheist has a story about why they stopped believing that God exists. 
or that God is good, or that God is powerful, that God cares about us, or that they stopped believing in the, the God that they were told about as a child. That story sometimes involves unanswered questions, unresolved trauma, or unfulfilled desires. And here's the beautiful thing, is that nine times out of ten, that person is going to say something about the God they don't believe in that you don't believe in either. Because something in their conception of God actually is false. It's not true. It's not right. And when that happens, then we can actually step in and say, you know what? I don't believe in that God either. The God you just described, that, that false God, that's an idol. That's not the God who I know and acknowledge and reverence. I don't believe in that God either. On this Most Holy Trinity Sunday, brothers and sisters, I will tell you boldly that Christians need to be atheists. Christians need a healthy atheism. Because as much as we confess one God, eternal and uncreated, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we need to be atheists about all false claimants to the title of God. We need to be atheists about idols. That is not God. I don't believe in that God. What a healthy atheism does is it clears the deck of idols. And that's exactly what the biblical prophets did. All throughout the prophets, they are denouncing time and time again, Israel, these are not the true and living God. These are not gods. Whether they're the, the gods of Baal and Astarte and ancient pagan gods, or whether they're like idols of the heart, like this, the, the covetous desire for wealth or for pleasure, these are not gods. And when we can have that kind of healthy atheism, and we can have that conversation with someone who says they don't believe in God, all of a sudden something surprising happens. We actually find some common ground we actually find some overlap. Christians and atheists actually begin to find some surprising allies. And we see this happening right now with some very influential and wise Christian leaders and also some very, very smart and brilliant people who say they're atheists. We begin to find some interesting allies. All because we don't let the label get in the way of the story. Once we've listened to others, once we've found some common ground, once we've cleared the deck of idols, then we have an opportunity to share the God who we do know. We as Catholic Christians have an opportunity then to not just be a label, I'm a Christian, I'm a Catholic, I'm a believer, but we have an opportunity to then share our story with conviction of the God who not just we have found, but the God who has found us, pursued us, rescued us. We have that opportunity then to break out of the label and share our story with the God who has found us and loved us into the truth 
What does that look like, concretely? Could take a, a million different forms in how you share your story, how you talk about God in your life. But maybe we could just take a cue from St. Paul this morning to conclude, and maybe taking that second reading in his letter to the Romans, he, he speaks in terms of, of we in the plural, maybe we can just put the first person in there as if we're telling someone else about our story and why we believe in the true and living God. Maybe we would say something like this to an atheist that we know. I have been made righteous by faith. I have peace with God through the Lord Jesus Christ, whom I know through faith and in whose grace I stand now. I boast in hope of the glory of God. And not only that, but I even boast of my afflictions, knowing that affliction produces endurance in me. Endurance in me produces character. And character gives me hope. And this hope will not disappoint. Because the love of God has been poured out into my heart through the Holy Spirit that's been given to me. That's just one way of maybe a million different options that God has for you. We never know when the grace of conversion will fall upon someone with power. And maybe it'll happen as you share just a little bit about your story, about the God who has found you and loved you. You never know when the grace of conversion will fall upon anyone. The grace that comes from the Holy Spirit the love of God that's poured out into our hearts.